0: Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Once again, it is yours truly, Joey, and the place to be with you once again I'm a podcast, Staying On Point, where we try to use biblical resources, biblical verses, stories, et cetera, et cetera, and use it in our daily lives and in our daily situations um, that we confront and experience every day. So I pray that you had a great week. I pray that all is well, um, regardless of where you're at and regardless of where you are living, Regardless of where your mind is at, I pray many blessings upon you. Now, once again, I want to reiterate that this podcast literally is for anybody and everybody who has something to say, whether it's a voice, whether it's you know anger, whether it's love, a testimony, whatever the case may be. I just bring it as simple and as real as I can, and there are always going to be topics that uh, strike a couple chords differently in the heart, um, whether it's negatively or positively. In this day, now and age, you know, you really, you know, people make it seem, well, encourage you. Let me rephrase that. People encourage you to be careful what you say because, you know, everybody and their mama's going to be upset and bothered and so on and so forth. And then you got the other side of things where it's, you know, it's freedom of speech and you know amendments and so on and so forth this we're living in a day and age where everything is kind of backwards and everybody's doing what they want to do and you know and as long as everybody is doing what they want to do and the majority is on their side then it must be right right you know and that's wrong because at the end of the day just because the majority does it doesn't mean that it's right as long i actually believe that and i don't know how you feel you know when it's right when it edifies you when it 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 gives you an opportunity to change your character to change your attitude to change your mindset and i know that there's a lot of religions out there and i know that there's a lot of false teachers and i know there's a lot of people teaching self-powerment and so on and so forth i'm not talking about that because those things last for only a time but i'm talking about when somebody really wants to change their attitude And be able to to live differently. You know, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Let's look at it real quick. So I'm not going to give you, you know, I'm not going to, you know, speak about these verses. But I kind of wanted to share with you. So Romans 12, 1 and 2. It it speaks a little bit about the transformation of what we need to do with our lives. It says, and I'm, I'm reading from the... Um, let me see what New King James Version. Okay, it says, "I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service." And look like at verse two: "And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God." So, when you look at it from that point of view, number number one, it basically says, "Present yourselves." as a living sacrifice. We're not talking about killing yourselves, uh, taking your own lives, we're basically talking, that's why it's called the living sacrifice. It's not basically a sacrifice where you take your own life, it's a sacrifice of where you um, put on the altar and you let go and you burn up whatever your flesh wants to do, whatever your desires are, so that way you may live for God, number one. And number two, It talks about do not be conformed to this world but be transformed. So don't just because you live in this world doesn't mean you have to be like them. That's what I'm talking about. When the majority says that it's right and you know that it's wrong, then it's wrong. But you know, I even quote unquote have to be careful with that because if the majority of the people say that God doesn't exist, then somebody can turn it around and say, Well, Joey, you said you know the majority is right. Listen, at the end of the day, I can only speak to you about my own experiences and my experiences in life have been just as bad and just as good as all of you some of you or none of you either way you look at it we've all been through ups and downs that's really not a surprise and you you know i mean like that's really not a surprise you've heard it in movies you've heard it in shows you've heard it you know through conversations you really haven't gone through something that nobody else in this world has gone through you're not alone in this situation and so uh we may have different lifestyles and different, you know, childhoods. But at the end of the day, we have our battles. We have our strifes, We have our ups and downs. So, you know, but we can't be conformed to this world. We can't, you know, for anybody who's listening, you know, who's trying or who wants to learn. The reason why you battle so much, you know, with your own desires is because God gave you an opportunity to have a, his spirit. And his spirit doesn't want you to do or me or any of us um, believers wants to do what everybody else is doing. That's why we're set apart. That's why, you know, when Jesus was speaking about to his disciples about, you know, uh, not only is he the light of the world, but you're like a light, you know, uh, on a hill, you know, that, that can be seen, you know, that uh, you're the salt of the earth, you know, so you're, you're already separated. When you, when you believe in God, that's, that's what, that's what's beautiful about it. You're already separated from that. Um, But at the end of the day, the majority makes you feel like you're not good enough or the majority makes you feel like it's it's the wrong way. You got to do your own thing. Anyways, depending on where you're at in life right now at this moment, you either hear it, accept it, or you don't. But it does not change the truth. It's kind of like this. Regardless, you know, of who we are, we have our... Thoughts about who God is and how good God is, and so on and so forth. Some of us who are listening may have spoke, or maybe have even said, or even saying now, if God was so good and if God is so loving, why is He allowing all these things to happen? It's the same questions over and over and over again. Well, if you ask a question, I'm going to ask you a question right back, rather than just answer it, because I've learned through my own life that even when I do have the answers for those type of people, for those type of questions people ask it's never good enough even when they even when they get the answer that you know kind of just knock them you know knock them on their rear ends you know it's still not good enough they're always gonna yeah but yeah but yeah but so what i've learned to do is basically say listen you have you have two options you can either accept it or you don't you know and regardless of what you and i believe on how good god is it doesn't change the truth that he's still good it it did you know i mean our thought process and our opinions don't really matter when it comes to the truth so we can say what we want to say right now based upon what we feel but it doesn't change it doesn't change the truth god is god and he will always be god you know what i'm saying like you know i i I still i still Mm -hmm. am am, am impacted how um like the world spins on its axis and it doesn't float away you know it's i don't know anyways so i only say that because um you know, in this, in this, in this life, a lot of people have been happy, but very few people have been joy, joyful. And there's a difference. Happiness, the way that I see it, you can say however you want to say it, but at the end of the day, I have my explanation. Happiness is basically an emotion based upon the situation that you have, or that you are in at a certain specific moment. Let me explain myself. If you get a check of $1,000 that you least expected, You're happy. But you're not happy when that money's gone. (laughs) You know what I mean? So happiness comes and goes. Joy is basically, listen, life is good. God is good. I'm blessed. You're blessed before that $1,000 check comes. And it's even more of a blessing and more joyful because you, you you were joyful before that check came. You're joyful that the check came. And you will be joyful after that check leaves. So it's a big difference. So you, you and I got to choose. Okay. And, 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 at this moment nowadays, uh, it, it's hard to be joyful, you know, um, you know, you, you hear saying such as, you know, that person deserves to be happy, you know, or I deserve my happiness or, you know, go in the pursuit of happiness, <laughs> you know, and in reality, you're almost basically setting yourself up with failure. Uh, emotionally, because happiness comes and goes. Because happiness is an emotion based on the situation that you are in or that you are experiencing. What we could say is, say, hey, listen, go into pursuit of joyfulness. Go into pursuit of joy. You know what I mean? Um, that person deserves to be joyful. Uh, that person should experience joy. All those things, if we switch it around, we'll be able to understand that regardless of what's going on around us, life, God, our blessings, um, our calling, our our purpose here in this world, is is blessed, and so that's what I want to talk to you about today. So Psalms one, uh, we're going to be reading Psalms one, and I want to do one to one uh, verse one to three. Uh, Psalm one, verse one to three says, "Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners." nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not weather and whatever he does shall not prosper. So this psalm, okay, written by uh psalmist. And now some people say it was written by David. Other people say it was written by another uh, composer. Either way you look at it, Whoever it was, female or male, okay, doesn't matter. The person who wrote this says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the council. Now, blessed for all of you who you know kind of take that into consideration, the word blessed doesn't mean that everything is happening for you. Doesn't mean that you know you're getting everything that you want. That's that's favor. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's that's favor. But when you look at when you look at blessed okay it, it's coming from a perspective of the individual let me explain so if you look at if you look at a person who who you say man that person got everything you might think about it one way and another person who believes in god will be like wow that person is blessed why because it seems like everything that they do prospers let me give you an example verse three and whatever he does shall prosper now not everybody who is successful is blessed (laughs) i know it sounds crazy i know but i I will explain it look it says here blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the sea of the scornful just because a person looks like and says that they have everything doesn't mean that they're blessed The reason why I say this is because we don't know how many people they they crossed over, how many people they betrayed. Um, We don't know how many people they hurt, including themselves. You know, we talked about it the past couple of weeks, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so many people do things to their body, to their face, just to be approved by other people. And, and so that's where it comes back and confirms what we were talking about in the beginning, where the majority, you know, as long as they say it's OK, then it's OK. Well, I, I don't agree with it. And then you can say, oh, well, Joey, it's easy for you to say because you're a Christian. Yeah. Just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean that I don't battle stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you won't experience pain, death, uh, frustration, uh, anger. It doesn't mean none of that stuff. Jesus even said it himself in, in in the Gospels, where he says, "Listen, in, in this world you will have troubles." It doesn't say that you might have troubles; it says you will have troubles. But rejoice, I have overcome the world. So the first part of that that he said, if you look deep into it, he basically saying, "Listen, in this world you will have troubles." So he's already preparing you. Don't be surprised. So I can't be surprised when hate, anger, death famine, uh, uh, natural disasters, uh, politics, uh, racism is, is running rampant in this nation. I'm not surprised, you know, and it's seen, and I'm sad to say, but I'm not surprised that all these things are happening. Do I wish they weren't here? Of course. I mean, anybody in their right mind, anybody who has, uh, uh, a concept of, of one mind and, and one heart and, and, uh, uh, who has a right mind of of justice, would understand wrong is wrong and right is right. Regardless of of where you're at, regardless of where you're listening from, wrong is wrong and right is right. So what I'm saying is, if the majority says that whatever they're doing is right and is wrong, is wrong. Just because a lot of people in the majority agree with it doesn't mean that it's right. So we're living in a society where that's what it is. If the majority says it's right, Famous people say it's okay. Um, your peers say it's okay, even though it's wrong, then everybody's like, oh, okay, it's okay. So uh, it seems that that the more that the world is allowed and, and and keeps maneuvering themselves in that way of thinking, the more the church gets diluted, the more uh, the church is like, oh, well, I guess they're right. I guess, no, If wrong is wrong and right is right. And it's the same concept with this blessed. Listen, if you just be, if you're blessed, right the first thing that you do the first thing that you notice okay in verse one is that you're blessed because you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly and the ungodly is people who don't believe in god it's that's it simply put and 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 you're blessed when you don't stand in the path of sinners you don't stand where everybody else is at just because everybody else is there And then the other thing is you don't sit in the seat of the scornful you don't sit with negative people you don't live with negative people you don't hang around with negative people who have this strife and spite and anger and and jealousy and envy like you don't sit with those people so when you don't do those three things those three steps you already you're already basically saying i'm blessed now we're not talking about finances we're not talking about riches yet doesn't say it here it says blesses the man who blesses the man who walks not in the council. So you're already blessed if you don't walk in the council of the ungodly. You don't stand in the path of sinners. And you don't sit in the seat of the scornful. So it doesn't say that you're rich. It doesn't say that you're you're famous. It doesn't say that you're popular. It says that you're blessed. Okay. The majority of the people nowadays in the, in the world that we're living in. Okay. The more that you have, the more successful that you are. That's not true. That's not true because you can have all the riches in the world and still lose your soul that's biblical too, number one, number two, you can have everything that you want in life and still feel alone, I can guarantee you, look, I can guarantee you all these people who are famous and all stuff, they wouldn't have the money, they wouldn't have 95%, I'm just, I'm just rough drafting it, <laughs> I'm just guessing, they wouldn't have 95% of the people around them, the only reason why people are around them is because wherever they go, they get noticed, everybody's all about them, you know what I'm saying, and God isn't like that. You don't believe me? Okay, well, John three sixteen. Everybody and their mama wears it on a T-shirt or at a. I still don't understand why people put it in sports games. If you know, please give me a shout out. I have no idea why they put John three sixteen in sports events. I have no clue. But John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So it's not like God thinks about himself. From Genesis all the way to Revelation, all He's ever wanted was a relationship. And some of us who are listening right now, all we want is a relationship. Now, I'm not just talking about God. We just want to look for the for, for our 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 husband. We want to look for our, our our wife. We you know we want to look for the perfect college. We're, listen, man, we just we want a relationship. We're always looking for something. You know what I mean? We're always looking. We're always looking for things to to complete us, to fulfill us. When at the end of the day. You may you may be filled with it with alcohol you may be filled with it you know with weed with sex with you know orgies or like whatever else that, that people do but they only last a certain amount of time when you wake up you know if you if alcohol is your thing when you wake up you wake up less with less money and with more of a headache if if you have sex with everybody and anybody, you know, it feels good for a certain amount of time. And then you wake up next to a stranger that you know for well is not going to be your partner in life. So you're just throwing yourself away and you're putting your body out there so that way you can fill in the void that you may have. You weren't born to have sex with everybody. You weren't born to be an alcoholic. We spoke about it already. But because the majority is doing it, and because the majority says it's okay, then it's, it's all good. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about that if you wanna be blessed, you can't walk in the council of the ungodly. You can't walk with people who are just gonna straight put you down and put God down when in reality, God has the best interest for you and in you. Nobody nobody else is giving up their, their life for you and me. Ain't nobody coming up to me and saying, oh, I'm gonna sacrifice my daughter and my son so that way you can live. Nobody. I, I can honestly tell you I don't think I would. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that the world, <laughs> the world, you know, that the, the fate of the world doesn't depend on me with my child's sacrifice. Cause I'm not going to sit here and sacrifice my child when I know for well that people are going to take it for granted and act like I never did anything for them. Nah, not this Rick Nope. Nope. That's just the way that I feel. But what I'm saying is we're blessed already. If we don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, if we don't stay in the path of sin and we don't stay with the scornful. Now, if we do those three things, we can be chosen. We can be, we can be called, but it, it, biblically speaking, we're not blessed. And so until we actually separate ourselves from, from these things, we will never truly ever experience what it is to be blessed. You know? And it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, in verse two, and in his law he meditates day and night. So the first three the first three parts is, listen, you can't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you can't stand in the path of sinners, you don't sit with the scornful. And on top of that, your delight has gotta be in the law of the Lord. So your delight, like if you look at delight, delight is like, you know, when you think about it, it's like, oh man, that just brings me joy. Everything has to do with joy. Everything has to do with fulfillment. Okay, his delight when you wake up boom. Oh man. I wonder what the words got to say to me boom. Oh, man I wonder what God is going to talk to me today. Boom. Oh, man My heart is beating. I wonder how much how much I'm going to do today and and how close I'm going to get to God So when you look at it from that point of view We're still not talking about riches and we're still not talking about fame or popularity We're talking about being blessed without those things You see what i'm saying? So you gotta do those, do those do do those three things first, and then on top of that, in addition, you gotta you gotta have delight in the love of the Lord, and you gotta meditate in it, day and night. For you to meditate on something, you gotta think about it, obviously, uh, or you gotta you gotta experience it. For you to be like, man, all right, let me give you a perfect example. If you have for for, for the fellows, for the gentlemen out there, uh, think about a concert that you really don't want to go to, a uh, sports sports event, you know, front row. Uh, whether it's soccer, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, baseball, whatever the case may be, think about your favorite team, think about the championship game, and you don't have no tickets, and all of a sudden, you get to the point where, you know, you get them, somebody gives them to you, boom, here you go, you want them. You really think that you're gonna be able to go to sleep like normal, when you know for well that the game's a couple of days ahead? You're delighted to wake up early in the morning, why? You can care less what anybody says, what happens, because you know full well that you got tickets to a game that no, that not a lot of people can go to. So every day, no matter what ends up happening, if you work at a bank or if you work at a grocery store and people are mad rude, you ain't whatever, push it off. Why? Because you're already delighting in what you have. You're already delighting in something that'll come. Well, the good thing is you can experience in, uh, the game, and you can live in the game, and you can, uh, you know, shout and scream. But at the end of the day, each game comes to an end. The 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 clock always comes down to zero. And then what ends up happening? You got to come back to reality. So yeah, for two and a half hours, three hours tops. Yeah, you you get to enjoy it. You get to you get to uh, experience you know a time away from everything. But then the game is over. Your team lost, championship game, and you get people rubbing it in your face on the way out. Then you gotta sit in traffic. Then you gotta hear all the sports casters, you know, talk all this junk about your squad and so on and so forth. And then you go home and then you gotta know for well, guess what? You gotta go to work the next morning and hear from everybody and their mama when you get into work. So then all of a sudden the, the happiness goes. The delight in the law of the Lord doesn't work like that. If you do it every day, if you think about it, if you look for it, if you desire it every day, you're going to be delighted. And and the way that you can be delighted is if you separate yourself to do so. When you separate yourself to do so, because you're delighted, you automatically realize and, and experience you're blessed. And look at verse number three, he shall be like a tree. Now I'm repeating what the, what the Bible says, but when we say blessed is the man, um, that, that his delight and, and he meditates. We're not just talking about men. We're talking about women as well. Just We're just, you know, remember, don't take it out of context. You know, you can't think about the context that we live in today. We got to look at the context of what they lived in back then when they wrote the book, okay? So it involves everybody. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruits in its season, whose leaves shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So not only do you get to um, separate yourself from everybody because his law and his word, um, brings you delight. But now at the same time, you actually become like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So, and then it says that brings forth fruit in each season. So in each season, there's four seasons here in the United States. It's, uh, a winter, spring, summer and fall, those four, and each season brings four something. Spring is the rain, winter is the snow, uh, summer is the heat, and then uh, fall is, is, you know, obviously the autumn, you know, the leaves fall and the change happens. It says that no matter what you go through, no matter what season you're going through at this point in your life, okay, when you delight yourself in the law of the Lord and you meditate on his uh, law and his word day and night, and you separate yourself Not only will you be blessed, but then you will also grow fruit in every season, in its season. Okay? So what I mean by that is every single moment that your uh, fruit is meant to come out and come forth and give to everybody, it will do so. That means that everything, that's why it says that everything that they do shall prosper. Why? Because they're connected, they're planted, they're rooted next to the river, not just somewhere in the mountain. Where they just get shade? No, they're planted by the river, where they get to get that water supply in the in the in the summer when it's dry. They get to get fed in the in the spring with the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on now. And then in the winter time, when the river freezes over, and then it starts to melt, what did it happens? They get the water supply. And in the fall, the river is still flowing. They get water supply. So the reason why you get to share fruit and bring forth fruit every season is. Because because you're receiving water every season. Come on now. So for you to do that, you need to separate yourself. You can't expect to have everything that you want and be spiritual and be blessed and still do what you want to do. Nah, it doesn't work like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just, I don't know who I'm speaking to today. Maybe, maybe you care. Maybe you don't care. You know, maybe, uh, you know you're dealing with with uh, sexual abuse. Maybe you know somebody uh, molested you, and 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 you just can't fathom, you know, a, a God loving you um, now. If 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 He allowed that stuff to happen, and so on and so forth. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're sitting with with the scornful, and you're and you're thinking like a sinner, and you're getting the counsel from the godly by by basically having people, man, if that was me, or listen, nah, man, don't let them do this, but. You're going to get all types of of remarks. You're going to get all types of opinions. And what you're going to go with and what people usually go with is what the majority says. Well, I want to let y'all know something today. I want to be a minority. And I'm not just talking about being a Puerto Rican. Okay, because that's who I am. But I'm talking about the minority that is going to speak life into you and not just what you want to hear. You're meant for more. You're meant to be blessed. God didn't create you for you to be losing yourself. God didn't create none of us to lose ourselves. But instead, when we take a wrong route, God is always waiting for us to find ourselves. But we can only find ourselves in him. Okay? So if you don't believe me, um, I get that. I respect that. But you, anybody, anyone who doesn't believe me and doesn't believe that God has created them for more. You'll just be in the same rut every day, every day, every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You'll be in the same rut. You'll be in the same mental state as you were before you heard this podcast. Before anything changes outside of your life, something has to change inside of your life. And so... For you to realize that God has called you for more And He's he wants you to be blessed And he wants you to be like a, a tree planted by the rivers He's going to do his part But you got to do your part And what is that part? One, don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly Don't walk like everybody else Separate yourself Two, don't stand in the path of sinners Yes, everybody sins Even Christians, even pastors I get it But what we're talking about here is don't stand in the path of sinners. We're talking about people who know what's right and do the opposite. Get away from that. And three, don't sit in the sea that's scornful. You sit with negative people, you're gonna be negative. You sit with angry people, you're gonna be angry. You're gonna sit You you sit with depressed people, you're gonna be depressed. Whoever you're with, and the majority that you're with, that's who you're gonna be like. So if you find yourself an alcoholic, it's probably because simple fact that you were around alcoholics in one point in your life, whether it be your mom, your dad, your uncle, your grandpa, your friends at college, your friends in high school, your friends in middle school, and even now in elementary school, you know, whatever the case may be, you have your reasons of why you are where you're at. And and it's tough to stay on point when the majority tells you that you can do whatever you want to do. Ladies and gentlemen, that is wrong. God wants you for more. He wants to bless you. He's going to give you fruit in every season and he's going to prosper everything that you do. But you got to do your part. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't be in the path of sinners. Don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Meditate on his word day and night, and everything else will be all right. Well, This is the end of my episode. Blessings to all of you. I pray that it was a blessing to you. And I will talk to you next week. Peace. Tune in next week to Staying On Point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week. And God bless you all.